Hello everyone and welcome to the Power of Music Thinking. My name is Christoph Zürn and this is the podcast for people with a musical heart and a wicked job. We're looking for stories, insights and tools from the big world of music to inspire leaders and followers to listen, tune, play and perform in whatever field you're operating. Welcome to a new episode of The Power of Music Thinking. And thank you for tuning in, because without you listening, it wouldn't make any sense. Today you can listen to a conversation with Helene Zejukodju and to the sound of the shakuhachi. Helene is a shakuhachi performer, composer and teacher. Yes, and she's my teacher. Because some years ago I started learning the shakuhachi with the idea to learn a new instrument, from scratch. And that's what I talk about in the Power of Music Thinking book at the end. Um, I have different exercises in the book and one exercise I called life exercise for leadership and followership. So the joy of learning a new instrument is a skill every leader should experience because it sets you back to the very beginning of listening, understanding, learning, trying, repeating and eventually mastering. It gives you time to experience yourself in the learning process. And, you know, any instrument from electrical guitar to violin, to they are great to learn. So just follow your instinct and yeah, play the guitar or play the instrument that you have ever wanted to learn. But in the book, I have three suggestions. So if you didn't choose one, you could dive into electronical instruments and with the apps and with the like on your on your iPhone or in your iPad or other smartphone another one is the ukulele which is a very yeah collaborative instrument very easy to play and we will do in the very near future a whole episode about the ukulele and the ukulele player but today it's about the the shakuhachi and so if you're interested in sound meditation or breathing ritual, learning completely new way of scoring. So, so the way how the shakuachi is scored is very different. Um, experiencing music and learning for personal improvement. So that's what yeah, the shakuachi is for me, or that was my motivation. But before, before we start with the interview, some of you might not know or not heard the shakuhachi so we start with Helene playing the shakuhachi so it's a recording and then we dive into the conversation have fun Helene, welcome to the Power of Music Thinking. Hello, Christoph. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's it's so nice to to talk with you. And by the way, last Friday we did this in real life, so. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, with, with a nice barbecue at your at your house, where uh, let's say some of your students came together. So really nice to see you again, and finally talk about. Um, the shakuhachi and uh, everything that you do. But first I want to, to uh, start with a question. What was your first memorable sonic experience or record or a concert that had an impact on you? Yeah, so I think actually 
I'm I'm not from a, a family of musicians. My my mother had a lot of LPs. So when I was uh, a child, I would love to to listen to her uh, LPs, and as uh, it was um, classical music, and my my favorite was um, Beethoven Fifth Concerto, Piano Concerto, yeah, Emperor, and especially the moment, the transition between the second and third movements, it was for me absolutely mesmerizing. So it was LP, so I couldn't play it again and again, <laughs> as we could do now. But yeah, it was really something uh was very strong, very something very magical for me, this mm. Beethoven concerto. So I wanted to to learn piano. But my my parents didn't agree. So I actually, after some, some years, I could enter the, the music school uh, uh, in flute. But I think I, I kept something very strong inside me uh, with piano music. And uh, the first, uh, most memorable concert for me when I was a teenager was a piano concert from, um, given by... Uh, Miguel Angel Estrella. I don't know if you if you've heard of him. He's an Argentinian pianist. Mm. And um, during the dictatorship in Argentina, he, he he escaped and he went to Uruguay, and then he was put in jail. And he had um, a mute uh, a keyboard. To, to 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 keep on practicing and after a lot of uh, a lot of time i think two years three years then he was uh, he was released and he came back to france because he he he, he, he learned uh, he studied in france mm. and some of the french uh, his french uh, um, um, friends uh, artists uh, helped him out uh, out of jail Mm. And he started his career again, giving giving performances. I think it was in uh, 1980. Okay. And I think I heard him at the very beginning of his first tours in 1981 or something like this. And uh, I I cannot really explain, but when he, he, he entered the stage and he started to play, there was all this suffering, all these uh, years of not being allowed to play and the joy of, of playing in, uh, in public again. And that was so strong mm. that it was absolutely unconscious at, the, at this time. But... Uh, Did you know his story that he I, was allowed to play? Sorry? Did you did you know the story that he was not allowed to play? So, yeah, yeah. I think it was written in the program mm. because I didn't I, I didn't uh, I didn't know him at, at all mm. at the time. Actually, I, I went to a festival with my godmother to listen to flute music to a flute <sighs> concert, Jean-Pierre Rampal, and my godmother managed to get also tickets for this concert. So we had an extra concert. It was a piano concert. So I was very happy because I already liked piano a lot. Mm. But we didn't know this pianist. So I think it was written in the in the program note. I cannot really recall. But then it's when I think unconsciously that I realized that there was there was more to music than having fun, play with friends, uh, but it was beautiful, but it could be something to, uh, a, a reason for, for living, something who could help you go through difficult moments. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I think it made something, uh, so maybe it's the moment I decided to become professional, but uh, I cannot say it was not conscious, but when I when I, I thought back, what was my, my most memorable concerts uh, back to this time it was this concert that came yeah. uh, beautiful yeah and, and where was it by the way in france or yeah in france la chaise dieu it was a, it's it's still a very uh, famous uh, festival in the summer for classical music 
Okay, thank you. Thank you very much. Maybe you can tell us a little bit more about your background and how you came to to the flute, to the to, to the flute and the shakuhachi flute. Yeah, so I always loved music, and um, we had a, a recorder teacher at the, uh, the primary school. But I wanted, so like I said, I wanted to learn piano, but my parents didn't didn't want. So I insisted for two years or something that I absolutely wanted to learn a music instrument. And this recorder teacher uh, at, the, at the school, he knew the, the flute teacher of the uh, conservatory. So then I applied and I was accepted. It didn't matter for me any instrument as, as long as I could play music. As long as I was not allowed to, to, to choose my instrument, which was piano, then any other instrument would do. Yeah. So I started with the flute and um, yeah, I was also interested quite, uh, I, I liked other, other style of music. I started as a classical music uh, musician, but uh, I played in a big band in the, big band in the <laughs> jazz, jazz big band in the, in the music school. And, uh, and I like also world music And um, when I started to travel, I started to collect flutes from other countries and also to listen to, to, to music uh, from, uh, from the world. It's before the time of internet, so it's when you would go to the, to the library and, and, and have already CDs that was already uh, quite some, uh, yeah. uh, some technology. It was the time of the LPs. And, and then it also... So it's nice to to collect flutes because they are more or less, let's say, cheap or easy to carry. So it's not it's not a piano. Yeah, so, exactly, exactly. Uh, it's it's a, really the advantage of a flute. You can you find flutes in every every country, and it's uh, yeah, it's really a. An instrument you can carry to have by uh, with you. So when when you are in the fields for um, shepherds, they have a flute. So so yeah, I think I liked this um, this sim simplicity of the flute. And then one day I I I found a CD of uh, Japanese music. I said, oh, Japanese! I don't I don't know I don't know the music yet. So and it was a, a CD of shakuhachi. Uh, Yamaguchi Goro, the shakuhachi player, and it was a really a shock. I, I was so. Uh, what was the touch. shock? What was so different? Can you can you can you explain that? Uh, everything, the sound. I was I was touched deeply by the sound of the flute, and the music was so different. It was like it was always the same and 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 not and there was so little variation and I I don't know I was also just mesmerized so I couldn't stop listening to the to the CD and uh, it was something magical. It's difficult to explain <laughs> while you are while you are touched or by, by something. But I think it's combination the sound of a flute and the and and the music, so the traditional uh, music. So I thought, oh, and, this is it. And so a different kind of listening because when you when you're trained in classical music, you're trained to 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 listen to melody and and play melody and also to to harmonics and and how these melt melt to, together. And um, you played in an orchestra, and you you were a teacher uh, at that time. Yeah, I was I was a teacher. I played in chamber music uh, with piano and with guitar, with harp, with different kind of of of, of chamber music, and and also from time to time in orchestra. Very standard classical musician life <laughs> knew nothing about japan nothing about shakuhachi and uh, yeah I, i don't know but i thought one day if i go to japan i want to to buy shakuhachi and to to try myself yeah because if you heard it on a uh, on a cd you didn't know how it looked like and how how it worked because the shakuhachi is very different to a normal flute 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I just had the picture. I think you would like of this picture of uh, Yamaguchi Goro playing. And I I didn't even think uh, think about it. How how do you play it? I think it was more one day if I go to Japan, I I will try to find it. Mm-hmm. And it and it it stayed like this in my my mind. It slept, <laughs> <laughs> and it's only very uh, I don't know how long, may, almost ten years later, but more more than ten years later. No, I don't know. Doesn't matter. It's a really long time. Uh, uh, several years later, when a colleague of mine, she was going to Japan and say, "Yeah, I'm going to Japan. You would you like something?" And then it it came back. Oh yeah, shakuhachi, <laughs> and at this time, well, at that time, I was living in Paris, and then she said, "Oh my, I can uh, I can do better. I know somebody giving lessons, shakuhachi lessons. Would mm-hmm. you like me to introduce you, to connect you with him?" So I said, "Of course," and uh, it's how I met my my first teacher. Oh, in Paris. That's funny. That's funny. That's by the way, also my story because um, I, I knew the shakuhachi and, and, and I liked the sound very much, but that's something also from years ago, but I don't know, four years or five years ago, um, I, I had the, the, the idea to, uh, to do calli- calligraphy. So the, the Japanese uh, way of painting. Mm-hmm. And then I was looking in the internet and then I, I found you th- that in the same city, there's a teacher. So I thought, <laughs> wow, now <laughs> that's even better. Why, why paint? <laughs> so, so that's why, um, how I came to, 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 to learn, to, to also to, to learn the shakuhachi. So that's, um, that's, that's my part of, uh, uh, of it. And uh, in in former um, some some listeners might know in in some of the episodes before um, Japan and shakuhachi was uh, was mentioned. So first was mentioned in the episode with uh, um, Ato Yashke with the music and the brain, and he's a, a, a double bass player. And he said from oh when he was at music school there was a teacher she also played uh, shakuhachi. So m- maybe. Maybe you can tell us a little bit more um, about what is it? What is it also about? Is it played in an orchestra? Is it played alone? Um, yeah. Can you uh, take us with you <laughs> in the shakuhachi world? <laughs> I'll try. So it's, um, it's a bamboo flute. Um, it looks very simple, just five holes. And uh, so it's pentatonic scale. So just five notes. And it's it's not really clear. Most people think it comes from from China, and then it developed like like every music instrument. But at the moment, it was played in uh, in Japan by um, monks, uh, Buddhist monks, for um, for spiritual uh, training, so spiritual and breathing training. So they started to compose music to to support their practice of of, of a breathing practice, and they they played in temples. They, they were also begging monks, um, wandering monks, komuso, monks of nothingness. Mm. So they had a, a kind of basket <laughs> on their head. A beehive. It looks like a beehive. I'm yeah, the tengai. So it it was uh, like being no one anymore. You don't see who is under the basket. So you 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 get uh, you let go of your ego. Mm. You are no one anymore. And um, and but um, and they they would go on on the roads and they would um, beg for 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 their life and, and playing shakuhachi. So there was also specific tunes they would play when they would meet each other. Um, and uh, so at that time, it was more, um, most of the traditional repertoire is solo repertoire. So it doesn't, mm-hmm. it doesn't uh, mean that you don't play together. You can gather and play all the same piece together. 
Uh, but the, the specificity of the, of the music is that you have no uh, fixed rhythm. So mm. it's not improvised, but you don't have a beat like you have in, uh, in classical music and most of Western music and most of traditional music too. It, uh, the, um, the, the rhythm is based on the length of the breath. And then you have right. several notes that you have to to play. So some are short, so some are long. You have some ornaments, and it's it's very complex actually, <laughs> but it's based on on the length of your breath, of your your breathing. So it's uh, it's different for 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 everyone. Yeah. So it's a different way to play together when we have to play the, the same piece. But it's also a lot of uh, solo practice because also uh, um, meditation uh, practice, so spiritual practice. Yeah. I think that's so interesting because when when l l let's think about different musics of the world, um, most of the musics are, are played for someone or, or together with other people. And um, it looks like this is um, primarily for Yes, some kind of meditation to find yourself to 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 be in unison with your with your own breath. Yeah, it, you you in in Zen you have Zazen, uh, silent meditation. You have sutras chanting with the verse of from the Buddha, and they they created this extra practice for for breathing training and part of it was for the, indeed for the, the spiritual um, spiritual practice but also when they they, they uh, were begging then it was they played for people they played specific mm. pieces to, to 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 survive because what, what you uh, what I, I didn't say it's also that uh, there was a, a period of peace uh, in Japan very long period And you have these samurais of uh, the knights, the, um, the warriors. Uh, they 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 were uh, unemployed, yeah. <laughs> because there was no war at uh, for a very long period. So they they were at the top of the society, and uh, suddenly they had nothing more. And they gathered and they created this this sect, this uh, Fouquet sect mm -hmm. uh, of of Shakuachi uh, monks. And uh, I think it was also a way to express themselves. So there is a lot of nostalgia and a lot of silence also in the in the music. And uh, this went on until the, the end of the 19th century when uh, the, the emperor came back, um, the Meiji, and then he, um, most of what... Uh, A lot of Buddhism uh, temples, uh, Buddhist temples, and a lot of things related to the Buddhism were destroyed, and the Shakuhachi was um, was um, uh, forbidden for for a while, and it came back through chamber music, mm. with koto and shamisen, so two string uh, instruments, Japanese string instruments, as an accompaniment. So um, there, you you need to have a rhythm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, okay. So it's not all shakuachi music which is without rhythm. We we you need to have a beat uh, to yeah. agree on, on on a beat, and it started again. But the the tradition, the Zen tradition, continued secretly for the years. It was forbidden, and then it started again. And then it went more from a meditation instrument to a music instrument. And mm. in the 20th century, you had new schools of shakuachi with new music, more, more uh, influenced by Western music. But the, 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 the Zen tradition is, uh, is something that still um, touch, touches the, the foreigners outside of mm. Japan. Mm. So there are a lot of people uh, coming to shakuachi because of a, from, from a meditation side or from the sound And, and, the, and, the, and the traditional music more right. than the modern music. So they are seduced by the sound of the, of the shakuhachi. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I read somewhere that in Japan, in the, let's say not in the last 20 years, but in the years before, that young, I think 
most of the time men, they everybody had some kind of shakuhachi teacher and to learn the instrument and maybe also to meditate. Do you know a little bit more about this? Um, I, I, I don't really know, but uh, um, I, I know there is not only the, the meditation uh, side of shakuhachi. Shakuhachi was also used as a flute for folk music. So this part I don't really know, but I know that it was very common also to have a shakuachi to, to play folk tunes for, mm -hmm. for entertainment, for dances. For So it's another kind of music, but still shakuachi. And then it was also with other uh, music instruments, uh, over flutes, drums. But then this, I, I know less this, this side of, of uh, so I don't know how ancient it is and... Um, Yeah, I just want to, I'm asking it because I want to make a link between something that, that I wrote in the book. Uh, and, and, you know, I would say with most of the, the people I have a conversation on this podcast, it's about how um, beautiful or how good it is to learn a musical instrument. And in, in, the, in the way that also we're talking about leadership and also about followership. So when are you leading? When are you following? And how does these go together? And um, so you, you have to listen to others and to, to, to try to tune in, to try to find out in what rhythm or, uh, or what beat we're playing. So as you just said, there is no, actually no beat, but how can we play together? I think that's an interesting thing uh, to learn. And also, on the other hand, to master an instrument. And I think um, from, from my own experience, um, the shakuhachi is not an easy instrument to play. And maybe it's also not easy to master <laughs> that instrument. So, so it's some, some kind of a, let's say, you, you start something and it might only turn out in 10 or 20 years that you have the idea that you're playing it very well. Um, I, I'm, I recall last Friday with, with the, the other students, I, I, I think someone said, okay, now I'm playing since 10 or 15 years, and now, now I think now I get the, the idea of it. Yeah, it's a, it's, it can be a very long process, uh, that's true, and it, it works on, on, on layers. Uh, you have, um, in, the, in the traditional music, you have a, a, a quite... Um, a, um, not small, but a, a fixed repertoire. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, a, a, a number of pieces that you, mm -hmm. that you learn and that you play your entire life. Mm. I mean, when, when you go to music school to learn Western instrument, you have uh, the pieces for, for the beginning and, and then, and then the, the more uh, skilled you, you become, the more difficult pieces you, you, you learn to play, but it would not uh, come to the idea of, of, of a, 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 a top solist to play the, the, the one-year uh, piano beginner uh, <laughs> piece no. in a concert. Right. And, and in shakuhachi music, you, you don't have this concept of, of beginner. So that makes the, the difficulty also because the traditional music, so what we call honkyoku, so, uh, Kyoku is music and Hon is original, original music for shakuhachi. There's nothing simple. The instrument looks easy, but the te technically it's quite, it, it's really complex and difficult mm -hmm. already to make a sound and to have a, uh, and to find it back and to have a the right pitch is for me, it's as difficult as violin. Mm. Right. For, for and, the uh, sound. And, and, and then the music itself is also very difficult because you learned a, a basic scale, the pentatonic scale, but this you don't use. You use over, over notes already at the beginning. You use the basic uh, scale for, for folk music or, or children's songs or, or this kind of things. And in Japan, they, they start with it. But here, uh, most people, they want to play honkyoku uh, from the beginning. And uh, it's it's really difficult. And then you 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 learn different uh, different pieces. And then you go back to the to the first pieces you learn, and you you go deeper and deeper and deeper. So that's why after ten or fifteen years. 
playing the same tunes, <laughs> do you start to think, yeah, I think I, uh, I start to understand it and to, to master it? Because you cannot master all the things from the beginning and you cannot stay on the same piece. Well, you could stay for the same piece for, for 10 years, but most of the people here, they want to, to learn a lot of different music. And uh, it's, it's the way we are, we are uh, used to. And uh, in Japan, there are some temples that are just one or two pieces in their repertoire and they play just this, this one or two pieces their entire life. Oh, wow, to really focus on one thing and then it's much more than just playing a song. I recall uh, Kyore mm -hmm. is, uh, I think you told me it's the easiest and also the most difficult piece. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That was what was said uh, because Kyore is the piece I start with with my, with my students because there are not too, 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 too many techniques. So you and it's uh, not too many notes also. So and it's only one octave. So for for it 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 works for for everybody. But then uh, if you want to play it really well, it it has so much stability of a sound, so much uh, confidence in what you or, or, or acceptance of what's coming out of your flute that to play it in concert, it, it, it's very challenging because mm. sometimes when you have very difficult uh, um, things, uh, when you, you have to play a, a lot of notes very fast uh, and this, you can a bit hide behind your, technic, your technical skills. Mm. But in Cure, there is no, nothing to hide. Behind, so you are naked on on stage <laughs> with your flute. Piece <laughs> of bamboo in your. In and your mouth. Uh, just yeah, it's a bamboo and and you and there is nothing you can hide. So if uh, behind, so if you are a bit tense and the sound doesn't come well, or you uh, you you're, you're shaking a bit, you the audience will will hear everything. It's like they mm. see you totally transparent. So it needs a lot of, of mastering to to play it. And uh, it's still played in, in concerts. So yeah. it's not a beginner piece. It's just a, you have to begin somewhere. <laughs> yeah, but, but I think it's very charming to, let's say, to play the same piece when you start and to play the same piece when you go out on a, on a stage and, and, and play it for, for many people. I think that's a, a very charming thing. So it's not about the piece itself it's about it's about you and i yeah. think that's that's the link also with the meditation and and uh, i also um, feel when i play this in the morning for example uh, then you let's say the flute tells you how good you are so how you feel so yeah <laughs> it's really yeah, clear. okay true. oh today's that kind of day so i think that's <laughs> that's really yeah really special with that instrument it might be also with other instrument but but because you have to 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 have a certain embouchure and and to 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 yeah and um we should also mention um or you mentioned that we only have five uh, holes in in the flute but mm -hmm. Everything in between, you not only do with the fingers, but also with the um, with the yeah with, with the hand position. Yeah, it's quite a complex technique to to have all the, the chromatic scale and and also all the notes between the, the scale, and uh, yeah, I mean the the, the, the technique is not the the goal here. Uh, actually, the goal for Shakwachi player is one sound. I have the concept of uh, Ichi on Jobutsu, one sound that contains all the, the sound and uh, the attainment of enlightenment through a perfect single tone. So wow. it's, it doesn't, it's not about playing as many notes as possible. It's... Uh, it's more as achieving one good single tone. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's totally different. 
It's also listening in into the sound. So, so if yeah. um, if uh, sometimes I when when I when I play shakuhachi music and you you don't do it very loud, let's say from from the CD player, then people might think it's boring. But if you really listen to it, it's not boring at all. It's just the whole world opens up um, with that uh, kind of uh, kind of sound. Very yeah, it's deep deep listening to the to the sound. Um, yeah. And that's what I, why I say also layers, it's the, the more you, you practice and, and you, you play, the, the more layers also you, you build in, inside your sound. Yeah. Um, so let's say from, I think it's, a, it's such a special instrument. It's, it's not comparable with other instruments uh, i also played the jiridoo and uh, but but that's totally different there it's about rhythm about music it's also also about breath but it's about circular breathing and the and the shakuhachi so it's such an an, an open an, an open thing so the the link with the with you as a person with the breath and also with the nature um Yeah, first, yeah, it's a it's a bamboo flute, so it's really it comes from a, a natural uh, uh, material. You have also different types of of uh, shakuhachis, uh, but it's they are still they are all in bamboo and a special bamboo uh, growing in in Japan. And there is a lot of of influence of Zen Buddhism in in the in the music, as I said, but also a lot of natural sounds, a lot of imitation of of uh, natural sounds, and and pieces about nature like Takiotoshi, the waterfall, uh, uh, so Kakuraibo, the nesting of the cranes, mm. uh, so and 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 Shikanutune, the, the deer. The, the, the call of a deer so nature is uh, has a, a, a big influence in the music uh, on the music for, for shakuhachi and but i i th i think also uh, that the, the monks i was talking about the monks who composed this this music for shakuhachi they were living in temples But it's not temples with uh, thick walls, and uh, if you you think of the temples with the walls, the paper walls in in Japan, and there were also a lot on the roads, and the roads, not the roads of now, the roads of uh, without cars and highways, and <laughs> so there was a lot of natural sounds. So I I can't imagine they were just uh, putting in the music that they 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 listen uh, when you. Uh, Mukaiji is the the, uh, the, the flute uh, the flute on the misty ocean. Mm. So it's very poetical. Uh, well, I think it's also very in in all Japanese arts, uh, the, the, the place of nature in in, yeah. in in Japan and in Japanese art. So also in shakuhachi, of course. But you but you uh, played outside and, and um, in in April um, you invited me. To also play together outside and if you want we can let's say listen a little bit um, a minute or a little bit more um about just a recording um that that we did outside shall we yeah go? yeah
this was in right in the nature um, in that case to Shakuhachi's improvising or, or, or playing and then we hear a lot of everything that you hear not that uh, all the sounds that are already there but mo uh, most of the time you might not pay attention we hear birds we hear cars we hear uh, aeroplanes can you tell us a little bit more because there was also a nice story when you played outside and then you um, then uh, wild horses came to listen <laughs> Yeah, so playing outside um, in, in the polder, it's just uh, close to where I live, uh, it started with a pandemic, because with the pandemic uh, everything was closed, and as a professional musician you, you play for an audience, you don't play just in your, in your room, so after a, a, a while I was so frustrated I decided I'm going to play outside, because outside is still allowed. <laughs> <laughs> and I like birds, and uh, I, I say let let's play outside and listen to birds at the same time. And, and indeed, when you play outside, you you hear a, a lot more than just what you play. Actually, it's, there is no silence. There's always sound, uh, natural sounds. Uh, not only birds, but leaves, wind, uh, cracking things, and dogs, and uh, and human activity, and and. Uh, when you pl when I play outside, at least I, I become much more uh, aware of of, uh, of everything that's going on at the, at the moment. So I started to to play outside and record it and post the videos on on, on Facebook, YouTube, and people liked it. So I think everybody is also locked down in, uh, in big cities, in uh, small apartments. Not everybody, but some people I knew they are locked down. In Paris, in in some some in, in small apartments. So if I can show them a bit of uh, <laughs> the Dutch uh, nature and uh, they can hear birds and and me uh, playing along, they, so it's how I started it. And actually, yeah, I lo I love birds. So there are a lot of of birds coming. Um, uh, different moments in in the season, so we have different uh, songs or so, and uh, so I started to listen more and more uh, to to birds as well, and it was also a way to to challenge my 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 memory, my yeah my memory how to play by by heart, because we 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 are so used to playing concert hall with uh, notation and and standing and in good acoustic. Uh, uh, conditions when you play outside actually it's it's horrible because it's uh, it's dry the acoustic is dry there's noise there are, there is wind or there's too much sun or it's cold or it's uh, of it start to rain and <laughs> so it's it's quite challenging but then you have so so much space and invites you to to listen to to the space around you and to, to the silence of between the notes and uh, it, it really deepens the, the way to for me to understand also and to play honkyoku and um, and you never know what what, what 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 will happen so one day I was playing and and, and making a little video in, in a, at a place and when I finished I noticed that, that the wild horses uh, in in the in the polder they were coming to me, so normally you have to to, to keep twenty five meter uh, uh, distance with them, <laughs> but they they don't know this rule, <laughs> so they are quite curious. So they came close closer by, and then I thought, oh, it, it it's it's great. So let's play and see how they react. But they are wild animals, so I was not totally <laughs> sure if I should do it or not. But I said, let's let's start and let's see how they react. It was just a small group of of seven horses. I, I saw them before, so I saw it. I I knew it was not the big group of forty to fifty horses. <laughs> so I started to play, and then they 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 came really really close by, and it was great because you could see they were listening and bit curious and uh, is it safe also with this, mm. this strange uh, person with this kind of 
stick of wooden stick making some some noise and uh, <laughs> and then they as I was standing still and just playing they came really one meter from 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 me to, wow. to eat. So when I finished, I had some some horses really close by. So then I was very um, slowly packing up my stuff and then leaving the, the, the place. But uh, it was strong because the, the way to connect with the, with animals, with nature, and actually when I play shakuhachi outside, I have this, this deep feeling of being part of something greater some 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 and to be to be part of it to be part of all things mm. and don't i don't feel alone i don't feel lonely and especially during the pandemic to have this feeling of being connected with something bigger connected also with everybody in a way and not feeling alone or lonely or disconnected or separated it was really, uh, really important, and it helped me. It helped me through this period, actually playing outside and sharing it with videos to inspire other people and to connect with with other people. And when I play in concert hall or when I play in my in my room here, I always, actually, in my mind, I'm outside. I'm in the field. <laughs> right. I. I I connect to this. It's like I have it in myself, and I connect to this when I play shakuhachi music also inside, and, and I try to to share it, uh, even if we are in a concert hall with other people. Oh, beautiful! That's that's really a beautiful story, and it's also a beautiful place. And um, I, li I like very much that that connecting thing. So being a part of and not just playing for someone, but maybe also playing together because you listen. Did, did, um, did the, the horses and the, uh, the presence of the horses, did it change your playing? Did you play even more calm or did they make any noise? Was there an interconnection or was it, was it more, let's say some kind of landscape, soundscape? Yeah, I, I played a real piece, so at the beginning I was a bit uh, nervous, so you can hear it. Uh, I can hear it, at least. But then, and then they were, they were coming closer by, so I think, should I stop, should I go on, should I stop? Should I? But then I, I just played the way I play, and I, I noticed they were not uh, afraid or scared or, or, or they didn't react strongly to the music I played. And uh, Shakuachi is, is, is um, a, a soft sound and I didn't play anything uh, um, high or, or, or yeah. using uh, It was, it was quite, uh, it's a, it was a quiet piece, a traditional mm. piece, but a quiet piece. So they, but I could see they were listening and then looking and then continuing uh, eating. I mean, when animals are eating, is they they feel safe. Uh, that's my 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 feeling. So I thought, oh, okay, they, they are doing their thing. I'm doing my thing, and and we just are together. And it's nice. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. And um, this is also on uh, on on film on a video. So yeah, you yeah, yeah. A video of that situation. So everybody who who is now interested and in say, oh, I want to see this. Um, it's easy. You can you can do this. Um, Helene, thank you very much. Um, you're very busy on, on, on YouTube. So if people would like to connect with you, and we, I think we should also tell people that it's possible to, uh, to have shakuhachi, uh, shakuhachi lessons also online by, via Zoom. So we did this also in the, in the, uh, in the pandemic. So yeah. please share how, how should people contact you and what's interesting to, to see. Um. I have a, a website which is called uh, ichirishakwachi.com. Ichiri is the, the name of, of a school, of a, of a, of a master, uh, name given by, by the mas our master to the school, Ichiri Kai. It's also uh, the spirituality of Shakwachi. So um, there I have some blog posts and uh, videos, and, and then I have a YouTube channel. Um, which is 
Elan Seiyu Shakuachi. So Seiyu is my artist name. Yeah, right. Name. <laughs> yeah, tell us. So is, 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 is Seiyu, then that's, you got that name from your master, right? Yeah, from my master, uh, Fukuda Teruisa, so the founder of Ijirikai School. So when you when you want to become professional, you need a license from your your master. Uh, it's called a shihan. Uh, it's a it's a teaching license, and some schools uh, also give a special name, an artist name at the at the, this occasion. So uh, I got the name Seiyu. Actually, in in Japanese, hijiri and sei, it's the same kanji. Uh, the same kanji you, that you can read uh, different uh, different ways. I don't speak any Japanese, so I, I cannot really explain, but I, I know that it's the same kanji. So Ijiri Sei, it's the same thing. It's the uh, saint, it's um, holy, mm. it's the spiritual side. And you, it's kindness. So that's the name he chose for me. That's what, it's what he sees in me. Uh, so kind of, of uh, holy kindness. <laughs> cool. So, so I think the um, the wild uh, the wild horses uh, have felt this uh, <laughs> this holy kindness uh, too. Right. So, thank you very much, uh, Helene. Thank you for for being you, on Christa. the on the podcast. And I will put everything in the show notes so that people can contact you and also um, can um, can have online lessons if you if you still are doing this. So um, yeah, sure. thank you very much. Thank you, Christoph, and happy blowing to you. <laughs> thank you. Yes, I will do my best. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate this because listening is one of the top leadership skills, and I feel honored about this. It is my mission to find, create and share inspirations for meaningful collaboration based on music analogies. If you want to support this, please subscribe to the podcast, give us a rating or write a review on iTunes or Spotify. And more inspirations can be found on musicthinking.com. We have a blog and you can download the Music Thinking Framework. And finally, I would love to hear your feedback. And if you need help with a business challenge, please reach out to me via email podcast at musicthinking.com.